Welcome to Prince Trap by Drag. Today we're going to be talking about New Power Generation Part 2 from Graffiti Bridge. Uh, recorded in autumn 1989, pretty much the same time as Part 1, um, at Paisley Park and released on the 20th of August 1990. It was the B-side to the single of New Power Generation Part 1, which was released in the October of 1990. Um, on the track you have Prince and you have Morris Day on drums once more, you have Rosie Gaines and you have Levi... And then you also have Tevin Campbell and Mavis Staples and Robin Power, sort of, <laughs> and T.C. Ellis. And then you also have uh, Elisa Fiorello, I think is her surname. Uh, but she's only actually a sample from a previously unreleased song. Uh, the track itself is 2 minutes 57, and joining me to talk about it again today is Victor. Hello, Victor. Uh, hello, Dara. Thanks for having me again. And this song, I would like to say, for the genre, I would like to call it a complete mess. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know what Prince was attempting here. The main feature of this song is um, uh, T.C. Ellis, who throughout the film ha- has said to anyone who will listen, literally anybody, <laughs> that he's a rapper waiting for his big break. You know, so rather than, I don't know, recording a demo or whatever, he he just stands around telling people he's waiting for his big break. And, um, you know, on this song, he finally gets it and he kind of does what is what is labeled TC's rap. Um, And, you know, underneath you have like you have the basic track of the first song, but you have lots of extra kind of like chants and you have samples from previously unreleased songs called uh, I think one's called My Tree. Um, and, and there's another one um, which is called Oopy Doop, is the main sample for Elisa Fiorino, um, which, <laughs> which if you, if you know this the kind of thing I'm talking about, the sample of her her voice, that's all she says over and over again is Oopy Doopy Doopy Doop Doop, just over and over and over again. Um, and then there's also uh, samples from Heaven Is Keeping Score, uh, which is some of the kind of like um, uh, the kind of more gospely stuff that's been added on top of it. Um, and you know, just kind of little, little tiny bits and pieces that have been added to the song, um, that really just kind of turn it into a muddy mess. Mm. Um, you know, like I really enjoyed like the original version. Um, and then you got this thing with the kind of like, don't pick my apples, uh, leave my tree alone, <laughs> all that kind of <laughs> stuff at the start, which is kind of added. Um, and then there's a, there's a, a bit, which I think Rosie Gaines sings, which is if you're sad and you know it, and you think you want to blow it, <laughs> let your feelings out. Love is there. Um, you know, now it's worth saying in the film that you know Prince has won with "Still Will Stand All Time," um, and uh, you know, kind of everybody has abandoned Morris Day. Um, you know, literally everybody. It's just Morris by himself on this on this like this stage, and then he eventually goes into Glam Slam, shakes hands with Prince, admits defeat uh, over ADR when he says the kid won him with the ballad, um, and he walks off with Robin, and he goes past the stage, and it's been graffitied. Um, and and he keeps wanting to go back and start fighting with the people who've graffitied all over his his stage, but Robin Power keeps pulling him back and stopping him from doing it. And it's uh, and it's just really weird that that's kind of how they end. And this starts playing about like like literally just after um, you know still will stand all time is completely stopped. Uh, we get like about um, you know an hour and twenty two in just before the credits start to roll. This this starts and it keeps going all the way through the credits. 
And then for the last minute of the film, we get Graffiti Bridge, which, again, a puzzling choice. I've talked about it a lot on the pre- on the previous track, so obviously, you know, I'm not going to go over it here. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I mean, here's the thing. T.C. Ellis, I'm sure he is a very nice gentleman. Um, but all he does is ruin this song with, like, a rap that is about the rap. That's, I mean, it's my least favourite form of rap, which is a rap telling you what the rap is about. Mm. Um, you know, where he, where he says, uh, particularly as... There's a point in the film um, after release it where TC is just standing next to the stage with Prince and Maiko and Levi. And he just says to Prince out of nowhere, or he says to the kid, you should have let me rap. I told you, you should have let me rap. <laughs> As if that would have saved everything. Mm-hmm. And then we're here, we actually get to hear the rap. Uh, and by the way, TC Ellis is wearing a tie that has the letters TC across his throat and then Ellis going down the tie. So, you know... <laughs> Kind of very classy, and he. T- this is the this is the rap. I'm not going to tr- attempt to rap it, of course. He says this here raps about a true confession. If you listen close, you bet to learn a lesson. You must know failure before success. Now this is the failure I must confess, and I'm like, um, okay. Uh, and he says that he was hanging on to life, trying to deal with this. Playing your games almost got dismissed. Cocaine was the thing that I took on. And nowhere was the place that I was going. Now, I've got to admit, that's quite a funny line. Nowhere mm. is the... Instead of saying I was going nowhere, saying mm. nowhere that was the place that I was going. Mm. Um, and he says, I, I must tell the truth, I cannot lie. I was headed for the kill, steal, destroy and die. Um, top to the bottom, bottom to the top. Success is where I'm headed and there ain't no doubt. <laughs> I mean... Oh. I think the 20-something years after this will have kind of, you know, judged that line to be incorrect. Success is something that we all want, but the truth is we just need to reach our point. I had to give this message the so-called truth. I hope there's something in it that's there for you. Oh, gosh. And, it's just, it's <laughs> and then ter- he finishes off. He finishes off saying, the flesh is weak and the spirit is strong. I know it to do this rap, and I know it's right, because I did it in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm. I mean, yeah. Oh, <laughs> look, Darren, it's a story of redemption. Can't you tell? <laughs> oh, my God. This rap's terrible. It's it's a total, what's the word, mongrel of a song. It's like they've grabbed all these yeah. bits and just put it all together and just come up with this. And it's just, the rap's, t- oh, God. Am I alone? And maybe we'll talk about it some other time. That raps in Prince songs tend to be kind of not great. Is, am I alone <laughs> in thinking that? Like I'm being very generous. Like when you get a little bit later, they they get a little better, but sometimes some of them are really really uh, puzzling and just like oh I don't know if that was any good. But yeah, this is definitely one of those cases. Like he wanted this big break. And the big break he gives, and this is his big break, and he gives us this, which is not saying much, really. Yeah, and and here's the thing as well. This is like I don't know, like the fourth person to rap in a Prince song after Sheila E. and Kathy Glover and Tony M. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, Sheila E. was a better rapper than this. You know, mm. like it's just it's just not. And and all it does is kind of ruin the song. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end of the song, we get Robin Power. Where she she asks the crowd, "Do you want me to what?" And apparently they say "shake." Although I've got to be honest with you, it's it's kind of distorted so much you can't hear what they're actually saying. And she actually says "what," and they go "shake, shake." And then of course she goes "all right." And we kind of flash back to earlier in the film where she was dancing for Morris uh, with a strobe light. 
Um, and then in the film, but not in the song, you know, she says, turn off the lights. Mm. And then she kind of turns off the strobe light. Mm. And then, you know, in the credits, we then get the new power generation has just taken control, mm. which is the end of the album as well, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean, I don't think that's a bad line to finish with. But at the same time, you're like, if they've taken control and this noise <laughs> is what they're going to be giving us. I would prefer that they gave control back to somebody else. Um, you know, maybe rather give it than because maybe give it back to the man that was mentioned in part one. I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean, I I'm not keeping my feelings hidden on this. I don't enjoy this song. I I think it takes a you know a really good song and just kind of ruins it. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe may I think it's just too busy. Mm. You know, they just kind of start putting stuff on top of stuff, and it just. It just really doesn't, you know, there's nothing kind of memorable about TC's rap, you know, aside from when he suddenly declares that he did it, you know, the flesh is weak and you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, you know, like that's kind of surprising, but there's nothing kind of memorable about it, you know, like, uh, and obviously, you know, Tony M will be the featured rapper for the next kind of few albums. Mm. You know, there are some songs where at least I can remember what he rapped about, yes. you know, whereas with TC, as soon as he stops rapping, I'm like, I can't even remember what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, and the fact that this is the guy who has wanted a big breakthrough at the whole film, and this is this is his delivery. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, it's, it's just kind of disappointing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, for me, I would say this is a very rare time where I would say one out of five. Oh. I just, I ne I never listen to this song. Yeah. I just, I just never. Once I get to the end of Graffiti Bridge, yeah. the song, that's the end of the album mm -hmm. for me. I don't, I don't feel like we need this song. No, we didn't really need the reprise. I totally agree with you. It's just actually, I had to put it onto my phone because I didn't have it because I always skipped this song. <laughs> so I had to for this. For for research purposes, I had to put it back on my phone to listen to it, and it is definitely a one star song. You could happily live without it. You could have did without the rap if you had a repri You could use it like a reprise, and then have like a song that had, you know, the the bones of uh, new power generation and it had other bits coming in the middle of it without the rap, and that would have been a lot better than this. The rap totally ruins it. Yeah. But yeah, you could have had like you know bits of this song, bits of that song. It would have been perfect for the end of the movie into the credits would be a mix of all these songs and then come up with that last line but uh, not only that but you know like the film purple rain opens with um and the and the album they both open with let's go crazy and then they both both the album and the film finish with the winning song which is purple rain mm -hmm. and that makes sense but we we've got you know still would stand all time and then we've got graffiti bridge and then we've got this mm. and you know, considering that, you know, the, the album proper has like, you know, six of the, it has like three songs by the time and you've got Melody Cool and you've got Weak and Funk and you've got Round and Round. So you've got like another six, seven songs other than Prince songs. Yeah. And so by the time you've you've finished, you know, I think Melody Cool is right before Still Would Stand All Time. And then you have, you know, uh, two more songs after what is the climax in the film. Mm. I don't know. It just, it just feels like it's a poorly kind of laid out album. Mm. Um, and it and just, you know that's why I just I just know I mean I rarely listen to Graffiti Bridge yeah. the song, mm. but if I do I pretty much always stop the album there because I'm you know I don't need to hear this song yeah. after you've heard it a couple of times you're like the novelty of what it is kind of wears off yeah. and also if you're not seeing Robin Power then hearing her on the track just going shake and you know mm. you want me to shake it does I, I doesn't add anything at all you like i don't know why like they could have kept that just in the film and they didn't have to put it on the song you know like I, it's just really weird it's like um you know i don't i don't know why prince kind of decided this would be a good way to finish the album yeah. 
Um, you know, and then you know the next time we hear Prince is with Thunder. Yeah. You know, which is such a great song yeah. and such a completely different change of direction and like you know, and then the next time we see Prince is you know we get off and mm. like both of you know both in terms of how to start the next album yeah. and you know the first and the lead off single those are both really kind of it feels like prince knew what he was doing yeah. when he got to diamonds and pearls mm. but graffiti bridge feels like such a kind of mix yeah um, particularly as you know he had the script for like almost three years before he got to shoot it mm. so it does feel like prince has kind of lost interest by the time we yeah. get to this point in in the 90s you know like you kind of already at the end of 1990 and Prince is almost like, I'm really bored of this. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it's just, we need one more track, you know, yeah. we need three more minutes and Prince is like, okay, have this mess. And, you know, it's so, you know, it, I, it just feels like a really kind of down way to finish mm. the album. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you've, you've got two really good songs before this mm. that would have been better finishers yeah. than, than whatever this was meant to be. Yeah. Cause it goes back to our conversation in part one that it, doesn't the tracks don't work like the tra- the actual the track listing doesn't work we don't need this song it, but it goes back to that yeah remember how i don't know i'm sound like an old man right now remember how people used to try to jam as many songs onto a cd as possible this is that classic case where it looks like they're trying to do that you could have had you know the three minutes out and no one would have cared but like at one stage they wanted to jam as much music onto a cd because people were paying you know in Australia, they're paying you know, thirty dollars, which was a, lot, was a lot of money back then for a CD. So you had to get your money's worth. So they tried yeah. to jam as many songs into it. So you always had albums that were kind of what's the word? Loads of fat in it. You could you would you could easily yeah. trim this song off, and it wouldn't matter. It would it still the album would yeah, work. It, the album would work with the way it worked. For what is meant to essentially be the climax of the album, you can't have your final song being a filler song. Mm. You know, you've got to yeah. You know, you've got to you've got to really finish strong. And the irony is, you know, throughout the throughout the eighties, Prince had a habit of finishing with a you know a good song. Yeah. You know, you have Purple Rain. You have you know sometimes it snows in April. You know, you you have um, Adore. Yeah. Uh, you know, even Bat Dance. Yeah. You know, he 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 was really good at putting like a memorable final song. Mm. And this kind this time he seems to have just kind of messed it up yeah. and just finished with you know, a mess. Yep. It feels obvious that this was just something that was forgotten as soon as the album came out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's nothing, I don't want to keep beating on this song because it seems <laughs> a little unfair. Uh, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Victor? Okay, well, as I said, as per usual, I don't have a podcast. I don't have a podcast at all, but I'll plug something else. Who is actually a podcaster. Um, I read this really good book while I was away uh, called Party of One, written by um, a gentleman called Dave Holmes. Uh, used to be a VJ on MTV, has done a ton of podcasts. Um, he also, it's about him coming out and how it works in the world, but it's very musically linked because he's very heavily, like every chapter is named after a different type, different song. And he's like, music was a lot of in his life and how, like, in, how he went through the world. It's a great, great, easy read. It was a great book. I was quite happy with it. So, yeah, enjoy it. So, Party of One, um, Dave Holmes. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Drive by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. And you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Drive by Track at gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks for joining me to talk about this final track oh. of uh, Graffiti Bridge, Victor. No, thanks for having me, Darren. And otherwise, the new power generation have taken control. <laughs> <laughs> generation have just taken control. Oh.